This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. And Jalen Brown was horrific. That's probably the nicest way that you can put it. He was absolutely horrific. I know he's got a year left on his contract. You really want to pay Jalen Brown $200 million plus after that type of performance last night? I know the guy was all NBA, but you really want to give this guy that type of franchise changing money? And I'm not just saying the Knicks. I'm talking about anybody. And I don't even know how realistic it is if you're Boston, if you want to change things up a little bit, if you want to trade him. What club would roll the dice on that? A guy who's essentially a rental. You got him for one more year, but then you're faced with a really, really difficult decision. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Get me on Twitter at Dan Grosser, G-R-A-C-A. Hell of a play by the Met All-Star. At least he should be the Met All-Star. Brandon Nimmo in that fourth inning, robbing Nick Castellanos of a home run. It would have got up over that orange line on the left center field wall, keeping the game scoreless. Nimmo's done that once before, did what last year, as a matter of fact. And maybe this one not as spectacular, but still kept it in the yard and kept the Phillies off the scoreboard as we are uh, scoreless as we go bottom four, bailing out Kodai Senga. Yankees a little bit later on tonight with Nestor Cortez taking on the Seattle Mariners. What more can you say about Aaron Judge, for crying out loud? And what this guy continues to do, right? Not bad for somebody who missed a couple of weeks due to injury. And now he's just getting his season going. And, you know, he let everybody else have a head start a little bit. Now he's playing catch up. And pretty soon he's going to be the standard here. 99, baby. That's 99 indeed. And if he keeps this up, he's going to get himself another MVP award. And look, I, I, I think it's, it goes without saying that there was a little bit of caution Right, I wouldn't know necessarily if he was going to be able to duplicate the season that he had a year ago because it was a phenomenal year. I'm not even just talking about in terms of home run totals. Just general productivity. And he's still got to stay healthy. And it's still a long, long, long way to go. But right now, I mean, can you honestly say that there's anybody else that plays baseball in this city on either team? Everyday players? that's better than Aaron Judge? Not even close. Not even close. I mean, you're talking about a guy who might end up being best player in all of baseball, right? I mean, I know Otani's great, but he also has the pitching element to it. Trout is great. But Judge is going out there, and if he just continues this pace for the rest of the season, you'd be hard-pressed to say that somebody else not named Aaron Judge is the best player in Major League Baseball. And then the Yankees need him. The Yankees need him. We'll get into some injury updates a little bit later on, too, with Stanton, Donaldson. Those guys were down in Somerset today. little rehab assignment for them. We'll hear their thoughts uh, before we get out of Dodge. And look at that. Guy who's paid like he's the best player in baseball, Francisco Lindor. Connected on the solo home run. There you go. Come on, here we go. Sing it. Keep it going. Hi, go Mets! Yay! See, I wanted to play that while you had the music going, and I couldn't find the damn thing. We got a lot, Harvey. We got a lot of things on this wall, on the sound wall. Like it's impossible to like glance over everything. You've done such a good job. In oh yeah, I've done such a great here. job. So that's why we have a crowded wall because I've done such a good job. You're a job machine, man. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a job machine. That's what it is. That's that's a convenient excuse. It's not an excuse. It's what you created. 
It's like when the kid doesn't clean his room and then he says, no, you know what? You're just such a good parent that you don't ever, you know, make me clean my room. Different kind of rapping, but it's still rapping. It's true. I don't even remember what that one was, but it still holds true to this day. So, yeah, the Mets got a one nothing lead. There you go. We'll see if they can hold it against the Philadelphia Phillies. Hey, let's get back to the phones because a lot of people want to chime in here. Let's say hi to Tommy in Long Island. He's up next here on 9870 ESPN. Tom, how we doing? How you doing, my friend, Danny? Tom, um, I'm doing outstanding. You tell me. You staying out of trouble or what? Well, I'm trying. My wife's in the backyard cleaning up water and, you know, whatever. <laughs> how, uh, come, how come you're not helping her? Because I had cancer for seven years, I'm I'm a little tired. Oh, I I hear you. Okay, so she so she's so doing all the heavy lifting. That's why I'm calling. Can I tell you why I'm calling? Tell me why. Why do you think about the Jets' schedule in the first six games? <sighs> so I got to win at home with Buffalo. You haven't beaten Buffalo. And then we go to Dallas. I got to win. Okay. Then I got to win at Patriots. And then Kansas City, I got a loss. So they're going to lose Kansas City. You think so? Well, I don't know. You're telling me. I mean, I'm just oh, going man, by what you're I'm telling me. me. Well, I'm asking your opinion. So I got them, I got them three and one. Mm-hmm. And then at Denver. The and then we should take care of them. Mm-hmm. And then we got the Eagles. Right. What do you think about that game? Well, you know how many t- you know how many times the Jets have beaten the Eagles in the history of their franchise, Tom? Yeah, I know that's BS. Well, I mean they they never have. I mean zero is zero. I mean B, you know that's that that's a that's a cold hard number right there. That's yeah, but fact. why is that? Why is it a cold number when the team separates so much with different players and everything? You, you agree with that? Well, they've been saying that, though, for 50 years, right? I, I mean, it hasn't changed in 50 years. You hope it finally changes now, but Philadelphia is a good team. How about this? I'll ask, I'll ask it this way, Tom. Would, okay. you be, would you be, as a fan, satisfied that after those six games, they were 3-3? Three and three? No. No! I think they should be better than that. 4-2? and two? Yeah, I'll take that. All right, so you'll take four and two. How about this? I think four and two is somewhat realistic. It all is going to depend how fast this offense comes together. Because remember something. Aaron Rodgers ain't going to play a snap in the preseason. He will not see the field in the preseason. So the first meeting. How do you know that? Oh, because he won. I know it just as well as I know that tomorrow is Wednesday. Well, I know as well it is every year with quarterbacks. Right. I agree with you, but. I think he's all in. He's all in, Tom, but that still doesn't mean that he's going to have to play in the preseason. He doesn't play in the preseason. He didn't in Green well, Bay last couple of years. How's his camp right now? His camp is, did, you see, did you see he went to those Taylor Swift concerts over the weekend? How do you think that calf looked? He was dancing yes, like he was Fred Astaire. You're making me laugh, yes. Well, Tom, you're making me laugh, too. So so let, let me let you go. Go relax, and, and we'll talk to you tomorrow, Okay. All right, thanks, buddy. All right, Tom, you'll be good. There's our buddy Tommy in Long Island. He's worried about the Jets' schedule. And I don't know why you got to worry about the Jets' schedule because if you heard your quarterback the other night at the Taylor Swift concert, he basically told you already and told the world how the season was going to end up for the Jets. You didn't hear this? Jets won the Super Bowl! 
Jets won the Super Bowl. That's what he said. Hear it? So who might argue with Aaron Rodgers? If he says the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl, they're going to win the Super Bowl. This is graduation music. I don't think they're playing graduation music at the Super Bowl. You know? I think it's a little bit more festive than graduation. Jets fans don't want graduation. They want celebration. I mean, they've been close to relegation at times over the last few years. There you go. This is what we want. Yeah. A little cool in the game. I don't have any drops about the Jets or anything like that. Any, you know, on this crowded wall. It's going to take me an hour to go through all these. I don't even remember. Probably not. No, no. We only have the Mets one. Hi, go Mets. Yay. (laughs) Hey, guys. Don't forget about me. Let's say hi to Lonnie in Harlem. He's up next here on 98.7. Hello, Mr. Lonnie. How are we? Dan, how are you? Julian, how are you? Harvey, what's up? Harvey is correct, Dan. You actually are a drop machine, my friend. So, And that's a good thing. So you should uh, take that with honor. I actually, you know what? That's my new, uh, my new customized license plate. That's actually what I got, drop machine. Because that high, don't forget about me drop, is hilarious. And then the <laughs> Mets one, too. And then and then when you say, well, hello, 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 hello. So, yeah, you are literally a drop machine. So, uh, of course, shout out to the company. And I called in because you were talking about the whole Peacock thing. Yeah. And all of that. And me, I'm not a, you know, an old get-off-my-lawn type of man. But I'm not going to hold you. I'm the same type of way. Like, if it's not on a streaming service I already paid for, I'm I'm not investing another whatever monthly fee just to watch a couple of games. Like those same games come on yes after the fact. So if you have the time, or if you you know somebody like me, just you know stay up and watch that if you can, or just you know watch the highlights because I mean it's all a money grab now, unfortunately. And I understand what they're trying to do, but at the end of the day, it's people like you know everybody can't afford every streaming service in the world, and on top of paying for cable. And then you got people like who the, you're the last caller who was speaking about this, you know, uh, that's in the older generation who wouldn't know how to even download the, the, the app or get it even up and running if they didn't have grandkids or kids. So, like, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I understand, you know, they got to make their money somehow and all of that. But the same people that you're trying to get to watch these streaming services is the same people who's watching the games on the regular television. That's how they used to watching it. So right. it, would be, it would be nice. If they stop doing that to us people, I mean, it's easier for us younger people, obviously, of course, because we know how to get around technology. But I do feel for, you know, for the older generation who has to call in here and constantly complain about the same thing because they constantly have to go through the same thing. Every other week, they got to download a whole new streaming service just to watch their favorite team play baseball or whatever or football. Like like you said, there's going to be a playoff NFL football game on Peacock. Mm-hmm. I won't be watching that, but I more than likely will be streaming it. There's always a way around things. I just want to let everybody know that, too. But once again, the older generation may not know how to do that. So it just sucks that, you know, unfortunately, we'll get those curmudgeon fans. Who, but I can't even call them curmudgeon. No, you can't. You can't even, no, Lonnie, you can't. It's because you know exactly. what? They're justified. That's the problem. And, 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 you know, when is enough enough? 
And I don't know if we've right. reached that point. And I, I, as a matter of fact, we haven't reached that point. And I don't know when it's going to be because all of these leagues, and as soon as they could see that there's more money to be made by overcharging and overtaxing their fans, they're going to continue to do it as long as the appetite for their product is there. Now, the NFL could get away with it. The NFL is a bottomless pit. Yeah. Fans are going to keep Excellent. wanting more, more, and more. Now, these other leagues, that's a different story. You know, the NBA, for example, and the NHL, they can't put, uh, you know, if the NBA says, hey, we're going to put a playoff game on, on, on a streaming service, people are going to be like, okay, unless you're a diehard fan, go have at it. Because the NBA, it's, right. a, it's a series. It's a best of seven. It's not one game. Football, it's one game in the playoffs. One game. You either right. watch it or you don't you watch it. And you're right about that. Now, see, me, now the football thing, I probably, like I said, this weighs around everything. And our brother is like a, <laughs> I just go you, straight you, to your him. Bro, your brother's handy is I what you say. Yeah. He is very handy. That guy is like, a, he could do whatever I need him to. Like, if I need a, a, a game stream for whatever game, he'll send me the link and then boom, by the thing, yeah. I'm good. So, like I said, there's always a way around things. But, like I said, you got to have somebody to get around those things. And like you just said, NFL is king. That's the one uh, league I believe can get away with absolute murder and people will literally watch, will pay to watch for it. So, like, pay to watch it. NBA and baseball, like, they got to really, they got to stride easy, especially baseball because, they, you know, they're already kind of losing fans because baseball can't get out their own way, it seems like. But, um, yeah, man, I just think, like, you know, these streaming services at the end of the day, that I don't want to say they're taking advantage of things, but... You they're know, taking advantage. It, it makes it, it they, makes it, it makes it a lot harder for certain people to actually want to just sit there and watch the teams that they love to watch. Play. I mean, that's that's what, you know what, Lonnie. You know what it is, and, and I thank you for the phone call, my friend. Um, they got one hand in your pocket, and that's bad. And now with this streaming stuff, in a way, they put their other hand in your other pocket. That's the difference. Now, look. For example, that night, whenever you have that playoff game in January. When it's going to be on Peacock, if you don't want to pay for it, well, you have options. A, you don't watch the game. B, you go watch it someplace. You know, you go to a bar, you go to a restaurant, you go to your buddy's house or, or whatever. You know, you have like a, a viewing party. But you still shouldn't inconvenience somebody to have to leave their home when for years and years and years all we've known is just sitting on your couch and you turn on your TV and you watch the game. You're paying for whatever service, cable, direct TV, you name it. That should all be incorporated into that cost. Not anymore. And I'm surprised it took as long as it did. I guess the technology had to catch up too. But then once these leagues got hold of it and they decided, hmm, and they figured out that there's more ways that we can garner revenue by asking our fans to pay even more. That's how this comes about. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Good discussion. We'll keep it going. Dan Grosser Show. We roll till 10 right here on 98.7 ESPN. Well, I know as well it is every year with quarterbacks. Right. I agree with you. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Picking back off of the discussion we were having about the different streaming services and, you know, the things you have to do to consume all those games and your teams and whatnot nowadays. One of the things that I don't like about it personally, and I've talked about this on the air, is that my TV... At home, like my main big TV. You know, paid a pretty penny for it. Smart TV, the whole nine yards. But I can mirror the screen, and I could put a bunch of different boxes up there on the screen as long as it's all part of my cable, which is direct TV. You know, I could watch like four or five things at once, whatever. That's great. But anything that involves streaming, that has to be exclusively the only thing I have up on the screen. So that means it defeats the purpose of having all that capability if you're only going to be locked into just one of those streaming channel games. And I don't like that. Case in point with hockey, I pay for the center ice package. You know, that entitles me to get every single game across the National Hockey League. Okay, now well, now look what happens, right? Once our company here at ESPN got involved with the NHL again, Now they have games that are ESPN Plus exclusive. So here I am thinking that I'm paying for every game that the NHL is going to have on its schedule. Nope, because there might be a game or two that is only going to be on ESPN Plus, which means I have to then subscribe to that. It's not going to end anytime soon. This is only just the beginning. It's only going to get worse. Nelson Long Island, up next here on 98.7. What's up, Nelson? How's it going, buddy? It was a pleasure. What's up, Nell? Hi, right, hanging in there, hanging in there. Well, actually, I heard one of the. I was, let's speak about the Yankees, but I want to talk about the Yankees and the Jets. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In regards to the Jets, in regards to the Jets, there was a call that was talking. Listen, at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers can be our version of Kawhi Leonard or even Jimmy Butler. I believe he brings that aura. He brings that that extra grit, that extra let's go for let's, let's go for it. He brings that. Now, in reference to the Yankees, I'm just saying one thing: why not go young? That's the one thing that we actually we need another core for. Why not go young? Uh, young. Let's leave that kid Vasquez. Also, that kid uh, Jason Dominguez. Mm-hmm. Bring him up. Let him play. Let him play. Let's see what these kids have. Let's see what they have. That's how it happened with Jeter. It's how it happened with Jorge. It's how it happened with Mo and also Andy. Bring some young blood because that's what we want to see. If we didn't get Reese Castillo, if we didn't get Freeman, which I really wanted Freeman to play first, we didn't get him. No problem. You know what? Let's bring in the youngest. Let's see if they're studs. If it's a stud, we got a winner. Well, the one guy they got to do now or bring up now, Nelson, and thank you for the phone call, is, is Peraz, I think. They got to bring him back up because he's hitting pretty well down in Scranton. Um, and the kids up here are fighting it a little bit. Even Volpe's kind of having a little bit of a, you know, if you want to say the rookie wall. But with some of those other guys like Dominguez, who's still down in double A, you know, they don't want to rush them too much because, number one, I don't think there's a glaring need right now. I mean, they are playing winning baseball. You know, they're 10 games over 500. It's not like they're completely awful. And they also want to preserve his clock as much as possible. 
right? The service time. You don't want to start that thing as of yet because there really doesn't represent a great need. Now, Bader's down for the count again. What else is new there? I mean, the guy can't stay healthy. And I guess Boone said that it might be a couple of days, might be an injured list stint for Harrison Bader because of that hamstring. But I don't think they're going to dip down to the minor leagues for Jason Dominguez, not just yet. Let's say hi to uh, Jose in Brooklyn, who's up next here on 98.7. What's up, Jose? Good afternoon, Mr. Graza. What's up, Jose? Yeah, I was just calling in because I definitely wanted to finally talk to you about this streaming, you know, thing because I I was a person that was like, hey, at first I was like, I looked at the end game, which is it's kind of cutting, you know, it's kind of making life difficult for cable and, you know, and hey, anything that can get rid of an overpriced, you know, monster, hey, sure, sure thing. But now, as I, but as a person that's worked for Spectrum and had to deal with plenty of phone calls before with this, uh, this is gonna be this is a huge issue for like especially for our older population that are used to watching the TV on the tube because to ask them to switch HDMIs yep. to get to a different application to then have to you know work with that application with the different remotes. It, it 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 is almost it, it is making life very difficult, and I really hated when the Yankees um switched from go, going to Prime because I, I really felt like that was sixty games that at least you know um forty five to sixty games that at least I'm guaranteed to watch on regular TV, where it's usually on a meaningless Friday where nobody's watching TV anyway. But, you know, it was always cool to have that peace and solace, and now... Well, it's not 45 know, for, to 60 games, though, Jose. It's not It's not yeah. that money. Isn't it only, like, um, once a week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that's what makes it a little even more frustrating. Like, I, I even feel more frustrated because I'm just like, wow, that's like... that. That's insane. It, 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 it's almost insane. Like, I, I understand why they're doing it, but it's just to a point where it's just like... You also you're pretty much essentially blocking out a big population, especially for baseball for for baseball fans who who are that you know begotten generation of you know fans of you know of yesteryear. So it's like it's a very it's a very interesting it's a very interesting situation to see how it rolls out. And yeah, from even like you know even Harvey can kind of back me up. I'm kind of upset that. MLS signed that deal with that with, with the Apple streaming service because they took off the Red Bulls off of MSG. Yep. <laughs> so it's like it's like I can't even watch I can't even watch the encore you know Red Bull games whenever I get the you know if I if I accidentally miss it because I'm watching something else. So it's like you know it's one of those things that I just you know wanted to sound off and thank you guys for um, taking my call. Jose, good call as always by you. Um, here's something that's interesting. I don't know if you guys heard about this, what's happening across the country with the regional sports networks, and in particular, the Bally Sports Channels, Diamond Sports Group, which is kind of like the, the, the parent company which oversees them all. And there's been a lot of financial issues with those and the rights fees and so on and so forth. And I guess that the clock has been ticking for each team to kind of work something out in that regard. Well, Jeff Passan... Alden Gonzalez, who covers the Padres out there in California, as a matter of fact, or or, or is also with ESPN. Apparently tonight, 
is going to be the last game for the Padres on Bally Sports. So Bally Sports, California, or whatever it is, for example, that's no different for the people out there that the Yes Network is, SNY is here in New York. Like, you want to watch Padres games, that's where you watch them. Tonight is the last Padres game on Bally Sports because Diamond Sports Group, which is the parent company, has declined to pay the Padres their rights fee. So now what's going to happen is that Major League Baseball is probably going to take over control of the Padre broadcast. And Jeff Passan is saying that um, fans can watch Padres games for $19.99 a month or $74.99 a year through MLB.tv, which means streaming. The league has some deals with some cable providers to broadcast through them as well. Um, MLB will air Padres games free on MLB.tv through Sunday. Then in-market fans can pay a lesser rate. Games are also going to be available through several cable outlets, DirecTV, AT&T, blah, blah, blah. In-game, on-air talent remains the same. Isn't it ironic that we're sitting here talking about this stuff and then this news drops, which kind of, it had been brewing for a while. It's not a total surprise. But it's just yet another example of the inconveniencing that you, the fan, is going to have to experience just as a consumer of sports and how you go about watching them because it's going to be completely different from how it's been for pretty much the majority of your, you know, fan-loving life. Crazy. Really is. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Quick timeout. We come right back. Gross's show on a Tuesday, 98.7 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Talking about sports, TV viewing, streaming, the whole nine yards, and how it's gotten out of control. And look, it's the world we live in, unfortunately, with this ever-changing you know, technology now being incorporated into it and it being another source of revenue for all of these companies, these leagues. And you, the fan, unfortunately, and us as fans are the ones that have to keep contributing, you know? How is that MLS thing going, by the way, with the uh, the 30-day free trial? How far are we into the 30 days? Uh, who knows anymore? I mean, I've lost count. Yeah, but, but, but let me ask you a question, though, because I know we, we, we have fun and we joke around about all those things. You paid for it at the beginning of the year, right? Oh, no. If you're a season ticket holder for your team, you get it for free. Okay, but, so, you, but you're still paying because you pay for your tickets. Through my tickets, yes. That's what I mean. So you're still paying something. Like if and if you and if you didn't have season tickets, you would be paying for the service. Correct. You would. Okay. Yep. But how does that make you feel as somebody who is at least contributing some money towards the sport that now they're essentially giving it away for free for 30 days because not enough people have signed up for it? Not fun. Only because uh Jose was right in that when they gave away the regional networks like MSG, 
Um, Which I hated, by the way. I mean, like, I, I hated the fact that they did this, and it was a money grab. That's all. Yeah, I remember, like, last year when I used to go to the arena, I would literally see Steve Cangelosi and Chef Messing and Michelle Gingras mm-hmm. doing the pregame shows. Literally right in front of me, you could walk by them and say hi. You ever, do you ever meet Steve? I have. Great guy. Really? Uh, Super. Short dude. But great I haven't guy. T- I haven't talked to him in a while. I got to hit him up. He's a g- great guy. Great and he's, and he's great at what he does, too. Absolutely. Miss him on the Devils as well. I miss him doing everything. He's tremendous. But, yeah, I mean, when I when when it came, like, the news broke down last year, I was like, what am I going to do? And then they said the season, ticket, oh, the season ticket holder thing, and that saved me because I wasn't going to pay for it. Right. So. But there's a lot of people who draw a line in the sand. And, look, it's happening, I think, already with these other sports that say, I'm, I'm not going there. I'm good. Because I think you have to. I mean, I've done that in my just regular life. I haven't signed up for every streaming service available known to man because enough is enough. Like, I don't have the, um, what's the CBS one, Paramount? Yes. I don't have I Paramount. Have I have Well, that. you, because they have a lot of soccer on there, right? Yep, they yeah. have the Champions League, uh, the Europa League tomorrow. The final's going to be tomorrow. They have the um, the United States Friendlies, CONCACAF Nations League. Are those the ones that they have on, like, the Wednesday nights at Montclair or whatever? No, the Open Cup is uh that's for uh Bleacher Report. Oh, that's Bleacher. We have okay. those streaming there, but um, no, it used to actually be on ESPN Plus as well. Yeah, and then so, they and then that's all gone. Right, but like like you mentioned, like you, I actually thought it would stop and start with like cord cutting and cable. Now it's like I gotta I gotta. Hey, let me I, tell you something. I'm glad you brought that up. You know we're all friends here. Sure. Okay. Everybody who thought that they were ahead of the game. Everybody who thought they were, you know, cutting edge and that they were being savvy and they were ahead of the curve were cutting the cord and ditching the cable and we're going to stream this, we're going to stream that. Those are the people that should not be calling up a show like this and complaining about having to pay extra and what all these sports are doing to their fan enjoyment because that was the first domino and it continued to get bigger and bigger and bigger to now where we're in this predicament right now. To where all these leagues are like, let's just stream. Let's just stream. Let's just stream. Because they're not making as much money as they used to make when it came to just conventional cable subscriptions. When that was your only option. That's how this whole thing started. Let's say hi to David in Queens, who's up next here on 98.7. What's up, Dave? Dan, I'm good. That was like a drop. Let's let's just stream. You know what I mean? Yeah, so too much streaming. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, my brother. Listen, I really want to pose this question to you because I know you guys have a broad audience, and maybe someone's traveled to Japan or is listening in Japan. Um, their baseball is like not as analytical as ours. They play the game like we used to. To my knowledge, they still slide like we used to slide. They they don't. Um, you know, they might have some things we do now, but their game is like our game kind of used to be. And my question is, how is their TV situation? Like, I know you don't know unless you know, but, like, how is their TV situation like? Because I don't know that they're having problems like we do. Like, we've we've made so much problems in our beautiful game of baseball, and Japan's probably con- consuming it the right way, you know? Like, they, I don't – and they, they love their money, and they gouge, I'm sure, but they probably don't – you know, cesspool it up like we have, you know, I don't even know who their commissioner is. Like my question is basically if anyone out there knows is, is Japan have any problems like us or is there like living a baseball, baseball, blissful life, you know, watching it 
the way they used to watch it. The old time fans used to watch it. You know what I mean? Like, 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 you know what I mean? Like, I, I know what you mean. You yeah. Know what I mean? And mm-hmm. how is it consumed and that type of thing? I, I don't yeah. have the answer to that yeah. question. I, yeah. I don't know how Jap- know. you know, in J- in Japan, they broadcast games and how it's you know distributed to the fan base and whatnot. All I do know is that Japan uh, baseball in, in Japan yeah. is extremely popular. I mean, that goes without saying. Yeah, it's popular, and maybe they're not turning their fans off like they're, they're turning us off. And, and it's like it's probably wonderful, you know. What I mean, the way ours was, you know, and uh, that you know, I always think that, and because I don't see any players defect anymore, you know, to Japan. So you know, they, it's kind of weird too. Remember, like Bob Horner went over there and stuff, and and you know, you had some players that went over there. I mean, it wasn't like what the pitcher on the Dodgers. He got isolated over there, but, it, you know, people used to sign free agent contracts over there. I'm kind of fascinated. I'd like to know if anyone knows how Japan does their baseball. They live in blissfully and not complaining like we're always complaining. And, I mean, it's, it seems wonderful because I miss those days over here, you know. And um, I wanted to also say, you want to hear the best laugh ever mm-hmm. with um, St. John, you know, the Big East guy. Sure. Anderson, when he got, when he got fired, you know, he's suing for $50 He's million, suing, yeah, you know for, I mean? for, for more than his original contract was even for, <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> Is that like make you like? Does that make you like? No, come out your nose. You know what I mean? Like the guy's a clown, and the thing is, he's saying they fired him because they wanted to hire Rick Pitino, and that Pitino, and that's the that's going to be the case in court. This, they're going to spy him out, obviously, and give him what money they owed him. But this guy gets fifty million from St. John's that he can even file that lawsuit. Shows you where Mike Anderson was, and he deteriorated the program. He wasn't the worst. But he deteriorated it, and well, I can't wait for Rick Pitino to, to come in, boy. It's going to be great. And he's done yeah. a nice job here in the portal already, Dave, and thanks for the phone call. I, I, I don't think Mike Anderson deteriorated the program because it, who, whose shoulders was he standing on when he took over? You know, who, who were the coaches that, that, that preceded Mike Anderson that had this program, you know, off and running, right? you got to go back two decades since they even won a, a, a tournament game. So it's not like, you know, somebody had it at, at, you know, point A and then Mike Anderson comes in and then drops it down to point C or D. It's just that's the way the program has been going. And it's tough sledding, especially in this new world of NIL and, you know, things that you promise certain kids. you got to go recruit players. But St. John's now with Patino, you know, they got it right. They have the big um, donor, of course, and the vitamin water guy who's a St. John's, um, a St. John's alum. And that helps, of course. St. John's basketball is going to be very, very visible again in this city. And the Big East is in a good place. I mean, shoot, you got UConn, who's the defending national champion. Other teams in that conference certainly are some of the top in all of the country. You know, Creighton, even though we don't think of them as, as um, you know, the Big East, but they are the Big East. They're one of the top teams. Uh, Marquette with Shaka Smart's done a really, really good job. I think Villanova will be a year better again next year. Ed Cooley now going down to Georgetown is going to ignite that fan base, certainly to an extent. And, you know, Seton Hall and Shaheen Holloway continuing to build that thing. I like it when college basketball is big again in this city. And the way that that happens, St. John's has to be good. No other way around it. Senga's through seven, by the way, only allowed one hit. But the Mets still have a one nothing lead. they got to get a little bit more insurance here because Phil's got a couple of guys who, as you know, one swing and they can put the ball in the seats. And that would say goodbye to that Met lead. So good job by Senga. Needed this outcome tonight. Now let's see if the bats can give him a little bit of a cushion here. 800-919-3776. Quick timeout. We come back. Haven't really done much football. We'll do that when we return. Grasso Show till 10 right here on 98.7 ESPN. Let's just stream. Let's just stream. 
This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is just announced, so let's see. Uh, Jose Trevino off the IL, he's back. Franchi Cordero recalled from Scranton. Ben Rortvet sent to, uh, to Scranton. Harrison Bader goes on the 10-day IL with a right hamstring strain. What else is new? Guys always hurt. Um, and then earlier today, Stanton, Josh Donaldson, Tommy Canley also were down in Somerset in a rehab assignment with the Patriots. All right, so there you go. Trevino's back. Cordero's back. Rortvet's gone. And Harrison Bader goes to the IL. That is the latest on the roster for the New York Yankees. It, it, it is just incredible with Bader. I mean, the guy, you know, he's not a bad player when he plays, but he never plays. Never. Maybe St. Louis knew something. Because it's not like Jordan Montgomery, by the way, is setting the world on fire this year in, in St. Louis either. Let's say hi to Mitch in East Windsor. He's up next. Mitch, how are you? How's it going, Dan? Good, Mitch. What's up? Uh, for, uh, hopefully with you, with all the sports, you got to pay extra. It should be a tax write-off. It's just part of your, your job. You have to. But uh, somehow the fans get you like sometimes like a boycott or something. If we're all will, always willing to spend extra, they're going to keep charging Right. It's, supply, it's supply and demand. If you're going to charge and people are still going to buy it, they're going to keep doing it. And then they'll even raise the price if they have to. Uh, well, I just hope uh, I can get Pac-12 soon. I, I think I prefer watching college football. The Pac-12 network, though, Mitch, is is they've been in trouble for a couple of years now. I don't know what the future is of that network, but all I know is that, at least as far as DirecTV is concerned— Pac-12 Network has not been available on DirecTV for, like, forever. Or on Verizon. And or on right Verizon. Now, and and the, the, the membership is falling, unless you can add some more schools to it. Well, that's what I'm but saying. I mean, what, what, what the hell is the Pac-12 anyway, Pac-12 anyway? With USC and UCLA leaving soon to go to the Big Ten, right? I mean, what's what's left in the conference? Yeah, but it's, uh, it seems to be the Pac-8 before. Now they're going backwards. Uh, hey, um, two things, you know. I hope I hope the Nuggets are taking a four, but the Miami has a backup center. He's nineteen six ten. His name is Nikola Jokic. He's a center too. I think from the same area, um, way out there. Sabir Sharia is how you say. That's where he's from. The MVP guy, you know, the center for Denver. Well, Miami has a bench guy, and he's only nineteen. He won't probably get in. I'm hoping to see uh, Haslam get in too, and. Um, and it, what do you see the chance that Tom Brady now that he's part on with the with the Raiders puts them, uh, puts themselves in as quarterbacks? That can't happen though, Mitch. Because if if that were to happen, and I thank you for the phone call, I didn't know where Mitch was going with the the backup centers and whatnot. I mean, I, Miami's got a young kid on their team, but uh, he's not 19 years old. I actually looked it up because um, Bam Adebayo is listed as a center forward, which in soccer terms would mean that he's a striker. That's true in the attack, but. Um, centers for the Heat, uh, Bam Adebayo, mm-hmm. Orlando Robinson, seven foot, Cody Zeller, of course, right, and Omer Yurtsevin from Turkey. Yeah, the kid who went to Georgetown. Yes. Yeah, but he's not nineteen. No, he's uh, it's like twenty something. Twenty five. Twenty five. There you go. Yadonis Haslam's not playing either. He's never gonna. You play. sure about that? Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure. You know how old Yadonis Haslam is? You think? But I mean. He's old. I think if Nick fans could want Derrick Rose to play against the Heat, I think Heat fans could want. No, they could know. want. I mean, but I don't think that doesn't mean he's going to get in. <laughs> he's played. He's played two minutes 
in the last almost two months. It was the most impactful minutes of his life. Huge right minutes. Huge. Got in the stat sheet. I mean, it is funny. Every time they show him sitting on the bench, he's got his warm-ups on. He's got the hood up. And he's just sitting there with the gray beard and everything. You He almost looks like a guy who was a fan who showed up to the game wearing, like, Miami Heat stuff, and he snuck on the bench. You got to keep that Heat culture up, man. I'm so sick of Heat culture. I, I really and truly am. Like, are we, are, are we really still buying that? I know that they won the game yesterday, and they're going to the NBA Finals and everything, but, I mean, enough with the culture. Like I said, where was the Heat culture before Jimmy Butler got there? You know, when Miami missed the playoffs, like, twice in three years. Is that anything to do with heat culture? Like, you would think that that heat culture would still land them in the top eight. Or maybe heat culture has an expiration to where it's only good for, let's say, you know, the top 10 or 11, but it doesn't guarantee you the top eight. Heat culture is is is, is top 11 protected. It's protection culture. That's what it is. I, I, think, that, I think this is actually going to be a fun series. I think Denver wins it. But I'll give Miami a couple of games. Why not? Six games. That sounds fair. Nuggets in six. And I actually think, believe it or not, if you want to see Miami's best chance to steal a game on the road, which they're going to have to do, I think it's Thursday night. It's the first game of the series. Because Miami is in playoff mode. Denver hasn't been doing anything for the last 10 days. That's when you kind of have to catch them off guard. But if Denver wins game one, then it's like this thing might be like really quick. Quicker than maybe we thought. And they got the best player. And Jamal Murray, by the way, is not too shabby in his own right in the type of postseason that he's having for that team, which is good to see now that he's healthy, now that he's back. All right. Two hours. Got one more to play with here. Get into a little bit more of this Yankees talk. We'll do some football as well. The latest on DeAndre Hopkins. Any closer to him being a Jet or a Giant? And there is another team that involves a former quarterback of his that has spoken up about maybe landing his services. Dan Grasso for another 60. Then it's Larry and Gordon right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs>